Hey, this is Hannah, and you're tuned into The Morning Show, only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, May 12th, coming up on today's show. We do not need a luxury high-rise apartment building. What we need are small, affordable, single-family dwellings suitable for young families and senior citizens. Alexandria Eaton is a neighbor of a proposed 71-unit apartment building at 131 Main Street in Sackville. Eaton presented to council on Tuesday, right before council gave the go-ahead on the process to consider the zoning changes that would make way for the building. We'll have more from Eaton and developer John Lafford coming up shortly, but first, some news and information briefs. The property that was home to Cattail Ridge has been sold to a new owner. A Nova Scotia limited company based in Waverly, just outside of Halifax, took ownership of the property on April 28th for a sale price of $310,000. According to Nova Scotia's online accessible business registry, The company is owned by Timothy James Purdy, who operates Country Fields Beekeeping Supplies in Fall River. The company also owns the business name Country Fields Poultry. According to Sackville's zoning map, the property is zoned for agricultural conservation uses. The property tax on the building and lot for 2023 was just under $9,000. The warm weather has inspired the reopening of a popular Sackville summertime business. The ice cream coop on Lorm Street beside the Sackville Commons is open with springtime hours of 3.30 to 8 p.m. Monday to Friday and 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. The ice cream coop is under new ownership this year. Camilo and Mariana Mora bought the co-op from, the f- from former owner Matt Pride. In other downtown Sackville business news, while the Black Duck Bakery and Grocery has closed permanently, the adjacent bistro Ducks Aren't Real is now open Wednesday through Sunday for dinner. And patio season is here. Cranewood Bakery has brought back its front lawn seating under the big white tent, and Bagtown Brewing has also set up its popular patio for another season. If you have local business news to share, get in touch with us at news at chmafm.com. Now today's main story. Tantramar Council voted unanimously on Tuesday to go ahead with a process to consider rezoning a property owned by John Lafford and amending the town's R3 zone to allow for buildings up to 65 feet high. The property in question is at 131 Main Street, and in 2014, under different ownership and a different council, it was turned down for rezoning that would have allowed for a three-story, 18-unit apartment building in the rear part of the lot. Lafford's proposal is for a six-story, 71-unit building with one level of underground parking on the same spot. Before they voted on whether or not to consider Lafford's two applications, Council heard a presentation from a neighbouring resident. Alexandria Eaton told Council she lives next door to 131 Main and has concerns about the scale and location of Lafford's proposal. This has always been a very quiet part of town in a historic area with lots of surrounding natural green space. We take great pride in maintaining our property. It is therefore of grave concern that a six-story building, which would make it the highest building in town, and with underground parking, so effectively seven stories visible from the waterfowl park in the back, could be built just 10 feet from our property line. 
Eaton described issues with current residents of 131 Main crossing her property as a shortcut to Mount Allison and recent graffiti on her property. John Lafford says that currently there are about 15 people renting rooms in the building, mostly students making use of the meal plan at Mount Allison. Lafford is not asking to change the zoning for the current historic building at 131 Main, which he hopes to eventually convert into a hotel. But Eaton's concerns extend beyond the current use of 131 Main. She told council there would be safety issues with the new development, with the increased traffic from 71 units and potentially difficult emergency access for the proposed building. She was very concerned about the height and scale of the building, which she says could alter views and sight lines for the worse. This proposed concrete building will be visible from every viewpoint in town. It will tower a full three stories above the tree line effectively changing the landscape, invisible from every view of the waterfowl park, causing considerable noise and light pollution, and posing serious threats to wildlife and waterfowl. So far, the only rendering of the building is a preliminary drawing with no context. Lafford says that he will have drawings showing the building on its in its planned context available in time for the public hearing on the proposal on the afternoon of June 27th during Council's Committee of the Whole meeting. Eaton told council the Lafford development, which she called a luxury high-rise, would be better off elsewhere. This is a heritage property. There are other lots in town that are better suited to this kind of development. As a town and community, we are desperately losing landmarks, physically and emotionally, from heritage buildings being torn down to recent fires and economic downturn. We do not need a luxury high-rise apartment building, What we need are small, affordable, single-family dwellings suitable for young families and senior citizens, similar to the co-op housing, which will be the most drastically affected by this project. The beauty, historic charm, and nature that draw people to our small town are in jeopardy. The views and sight lines from the Swan Pond and Waterfowl Park should not be underestimated. That was Alexandria Eaton speaking to Tantramar Council on Tuesday night. Council did okay moving forward in the process and set a date for a public hearing on the proposed zoning changes, including rezoning the rear half of Lafford's property and increasing the height allowance for all R3 zones in Sackville. But considering that rezoning requests for much smaller buildings had been turned down as recently as 2014, CHMA asked John Lafford why he thought it would go differently this time. The very obvious thing is that, you know, Anybody, anybody and and everybody would say that, you know, nationally there's a housing crisis and that trickles down into cities and municipalities. So everywhere you turn, there's no housing. So I I feel very strong and very confident that we're going to get the the nod from the council just based on that alone. Without any bias of what developer, who's doing what, where and how, there's no housing, zero supply. Lafford is also a firm believer that increased supply is the best way to achieve affordability in housing. He says that new units, even higher-end new units, will have a trickle-down effect that will eventually open up more affordable units. Now, all these units may not be affordable, but what's going to happen is a trickle-down effect. Other buildings in Sackville, people will leave those to go to this building, and there'll be vacant units, which may help the affordable component so i so yeah when you ask me that question well, i think just times alone like 20, 2014 i think there was probably a uh, 
six percent vacancy rate maybe today there's zero or you know point you know there's a big difference the short supply of vacant rental housing in Sackville has attracted investors and investment trusts looking to purchase existing apartment buildings and hike up rents. But on top of that, there has been a lack of growth in non-market housing, the kind that investors can't touch, such as the units owned by the Marshwins Co-op or the Sackville Nonprofit Housing Association. The last non-market units to come online in Sackville were, were built in the 1990s. On the height issue, Lafford says the extra story will help make his concrete structure feasible. You know, you need scale in order to do what we're going to do there. Um, so the extra floors make it, make it happen. We're building a concrete, it's a concrete structure, a non-combustible concrete structure. Lafford says he decided to go with a concrete build because for the past number of years, his company has been building concrete buildings in Moncton and it owns its own concrete form business. Concrete buildings are generally considered safer and less combustible than wooden structures, but they also have a higher carbon footprint because the process to form concrete releases greenhouse gases. As for compromised views, Lafford dismissed concerns about views from the waterfowl park and focused on the views from the apartment windows he hopes to build. What view are you taking away? You're giving new residents a place to have beautiful views. You're giving 71, the backside, you're giving 30... 35 units of a beautiful view. You're actually enhancing somebody's life. I don't see where the argument is. I personally don't see it. Lafford feels strongly that the opposition to his proposal comes from a predictable group who he says are focused on the negative. And besides, he says, if someone else wanted to buy 131 Main, they could have. That building sat vacant for a year and a half. Two years, that beautiful property was starting to look bad. And that could have, really, that was in jeopardy of, you know, a bunch of things happening to it, right? It was, there was nobody there. There's, there was, it was kind of dying. Of course, not just anyone could have afforded the heritage property. Lafford purchased 131 Main last spring for $780,000, just slightly more than its previous sale price in 2009, but well below the list price of $1.2 million. The building had been vacant since the previous February, when a number of people were evicted from the property by court order in relation to zoning and building safety violations. Since taking ownership, Lafford says he has invested in sprinkler and fire alarm systems to make the building safe as a rooming house. Lafford is not particularly worried about the upcoming public hearing on the project. He feels, as a resident of Sackville for his whole life, he has a sense of the place. I get a pretty good pulse on what's needed. I'm not saying I know Sackville 100%, and I'm not saying I'm not going to speak on behalf of everybody in Sackville, but I'm very confident in my, in my, when we, when we do make decisions like this and put things forward that um, I'm not just representing myself. I think there's a, there's a good group of people that would support things that we're trying to do here. That's Sackville developer John Lafford, who has applied for two zoning changes in order to make way for a six-story, 71-unit apartment building to go up behind 131 Main. The public hearing on the project is scheduled for June 27th, 3 p.m. at Sackville Town Hall. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Friday, May 12th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening.
everyone. My name is Brianna from Ada's Cafe, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, increasing cloudiness, 30% chance of showers late this afternoon with risk of a thunder shower. High of 25, except 14 along the Fundy Coast, UV index 6 or high. Tonight, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of showers early this evening, periods of rain beginning overnight, risk of a thunder shower. Fog patches developing overnight, amount 2 to 4 millimeters, wind south 20 kilometers an hour, becoming southwest 20 overnight, low of 11. Tomorrow, Saturday, periods of rain ending in the morning, then cloudy with 60% chance of showers. Risk of thunder showers early in the morning, fog patches dissipating in the morning, wind southwest 20 km an hour becoming northwest 20 in the morning, high of 16. Saturday night, cloudy with 60% chance of showers, low plus 3. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of showers, high of 11. Sunday night, cloudy periods, low plus 5. Spring cleanup is just around the corner. Tanchamar will be holding a spring bulk garbage collection in Sackville from May 8th to 12th, Dorchester on June 1st, and the local service district area on June 9th. Residents should place their garbage curbside the day before their regular garbage collection day. Black garbage bags will not be accepted. For more information and details on what will and won't be collected, visit sackville.com news. Or if you are a resident from former Sackville and Dorchester, call Miller Waste at 506-855-9783. Residents of the former LSD area can call Faro Waste at 506-855-3376. each week. For just a toonie, the Rotary Club of Sackville offers you a chance to participate in the gold mine. This is a weekly lottery where the winner gets 50% of the proceeds and the other 50% goes toward gold mine expenses and the funding of community and international projects. You can pick up the gold mine registration forms at a variety of participating retailers. For a list of locations or for more information, visit the Rotary Club's website at sackvillerotary.ca.
morning. Hi, everyone. My name is David from the Corner Drugstore, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Good morning, everyone. And yes, you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Uh, we just listened to In My Head by Alex Barron. Uh, yeah, In My Head, a great tune, I would say. And before that, we had the Tantrum Report. Coming up, we have a lovely song. I have a lovely song for you um, called Edit Up by Corey Lene. That's coming up. This is Rennie, and you're listening to The Morning Show on CHMA 106.9 FM.
CGM 